eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you believe the Bears are moving in the right dimension? Can they effectively rebuild in one year? Are you curious to see how Justin Fields has changed and evolved? Will he show development as a passer this Sunday? Well, I do think they're probably heading in the right direction. I, I think there was a word that Spellcheck got there. Um, but they're operating in the same dimension as the rest of us, so that's a relief. Um, there's no parallel universe involved. Yes, I think the Bears are getting better, and I think that it's going to take them another year before they are going to be good enough to be a very competitive team. I don't think that you're talking about – was it Joe Burrow? They went. They won four games, and he shows up, and now they're, you know, this great team. I don't think they're going to take that kind of jump. I think it's going to be more difficult than that. Um, I don't believe you. I think you need another year. I think they need to, to use those two draft picks, and let's see what happens, etc. They should spend some money. I'm very curious to see how Fields has changed and if he has evolved. I, I do want to see him. Uh, as a passer on Sunday. I want to see him win on Sunday more than anything else, and I don't want to, to be in conflict with that. Whatever it takes to win, just win, baby, as uh, the Raiders used to say. But I, I, want, I would love if he could operate well out of the pocket and he could hit a pass at, at each level and then use his running ability and, and hopefully also – serve as the kind of game manager that the offensive coordinator wants. In other words, protect the ball. They are headed in the right direction. They're moving on up. Um, Can they effectively rebuild in a year? Yes, I believe they can. They have uh, put the uh, weapons around Justin Fields. They have added um, to the defense. Of course, I'm curious to see um, what's changed and evolved. I I hope he's not stubborn about not running. Do whatever you got to do to win, whatever it takes. And I think he said that the other day. We, and I think we were all in agreement. We were kind of disappointed in the way he handled his first weekly press conference game week. Didn't show much enthusiasm. That's okay as long as he takes out that bitterness on 
the Soldier Field turf and the Packers defense. I think Reebok would like him to be a little more animated, perhaps. The new spokesperson yeah, for Reebok. A, How about that? Deal. Good for him. The Bears are headed in the right direction, and I think I say that based on the improved athleticism and talent on the roster. You can look at both sides of the ball as examples of that. You can look at their draft as an example for that. So, yes. Can they rebuild in one year? Not a playoff team, not in my view. I think, but if not rebuild, they regain some respectability this year. That's what 2023 is about for the Chicago Bears. I think they're going to regain some respectability and approach relevance again. That'll be great. That'll be enough. I think you have to be realistic in your expectations. And for Justin Fields on Sunday, expectation is to go in and do whatever's necessary to win that football game. I'm not caught up on... Well, you know, if he looks really good in the pocket and he holds on to the ball for 4.2 seconds, it's too long and he needs to get rid of it quicker. These are the things that will happen over the course of time. On Sunday, you're playing the Green Bay Packers. It's a rivalry game that you haven't held up your end of the bargain as a rival. So whatever it takes to win, if that means 150 rushing yards, do it, Justin Fields. If that means one series to go and you, you have to score and get your team in the field goal range, tuck it and run every time. Don't care. Bottom line Sunday is not evaluating the quarterback and his growth and where he stands on his quest to get a new contract. Bottom line Sunday is winning the football game. And that may not be the case every Sunday, but it is for the opener. Maybe that's something Eberflus can uh, clear up a little bit later on today, but that's a good question. That's the voice of Brad Biggs. He's here at 70. A shrug off. Nate Davis missing a crucial Thursday practice before the season opener due to a personal issue as simply par for the course for a guy who's missed the majority of the offseason? Or do you wonder if the Bears did enough work on him before signing him? Since Thursday is goal line and short yardage practices, do you trust Davis in those situations? I don't trust anything about Nate Davis right now. They have a game Sunday. Thursday, you want all hands on deck. Everybody at practice. He was there. He was on the sideline. This is the strangest thing. He shook hands with the coach. He was left. around talking to Flusi. They hugged. They hugged. And I, if, if there's nothing wrong with him, why wasn't he in pads? I, I know it says personal, so it's none of our business, but even people who covered the team and have covered the team for a very long time had questions about this and have never seen anything like this, this close to kickoff for before a season. It's not just a guy that has shown up every Every practice, DJ Moore has not missed a practice. Do you know that? DJ Moore's not missed a practice. He's getting paid pretty well. What is he, the fourth highest paid wide receiver in football? He shows up. He's a professional. That's what professionals do. I don't know what to expect about Nate Davis now. I know that people in Tennessee aren't surprised, which scares me, which scares me a little bit. Who is this guy? And what can you expect on Sunday? So maybe it'll be a moot point after he plays a solid game and the Bears run for 150 yards on the ground, and they protect the passer, and Justin Fields isn't sacked. If that's the case, bravo. He could do whatever he wants in the preseason. It won't matter. But right now, level of concern, fairly high. Yeah, I can't just shrug it off as the question asks. There's no way you can just shrug this off. We don't know anything about Nate Davis except that he was recruited and paid by the Bears to play right guard. And has he been in one padded practice yet? I mean, how many practices has he even participated in? And again, when it, it, I guess you're right, David. It's personal. It's none of our business. But the way this is going, that's why it becomes our business. 
or Nate Davis and the Bears could make it a little bit more clear. I, I, I'm fearful that this is something really bad and that his mind isn't there. Like, it, 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 if he's at Hallis Hall and there's nothing wrong with him and he's not practicing, that means to me, signals to me, that his head is not in the game. And I get that. Things at home can be a distraction. And it can be hard to just drop your bags off at the door, go to work, and pick them back up and deal with it when you go back. That it, That isn't the easiest thing to do, even though that's what's expected of most of us. So we'll have to wait and see. But is, am I concerned? Absolutely. It, it's an enigma. It, it really is difficult to understand um, what's going on in his life. They're not telling us. And, I, you know, I hope there's no one close to him that is ill, unwell, but I, I'm kind of with you, Dustin. I think that this signals that uh, mentally you're really not into the, your game. And um, when you think about giving a guy $30 million over three years, you know, the, you you got to be there and you got to be ready to go when the time comes. And um, I'll be very curious to see, number one, if he's there on Sunday. Because I'm not quite sure what they're going to do if he isn't. Jatari Carter, I guess, would be the answer. Feeney. Um, Feeney, maybe. I, I think that you worry about the interior of their line because you haven't seen it. You, you just haven't seen them together, the vision they had for how they're going to line it up, and you haven't seen him play at all. So you kind of wonder, well, you know, you again, you're paying him like he's a starting player in the NFL, and you're relying on him to be that. But he hasn't been there yet. And and can he just show up and be ready to go? I don't know how hard he works or how fit he is. I think they will line him up and we'll find out. And as far as, as the fact that he misses short yardage and, and goal line situations, not good. It's just not good. An offensive line has to be choreographed. They have to work together. That is the team within a team. And I just worry that they haven't had enough preparation time as a group because they haven't been together. And so how will that translate come Sunday? How do you not worry about that? How do you shrug off this latest little uh, thing with the offensive line? I don't know. how. Yeah, I mean, I think you answered your own question. Okay, Bears-Packers this Sunday, Soldier Field. Huge season for both quarterbacks, Fields and Love. If you've got $100 to invest of the show money, in which quarterback will you have the most success this season? Not necessarily by the numbers, but you'll know when you see it. Who would it be, Fields or Love? Would the answer for most fans depend on their address? Yes, the answer for most people would depend on their address. Um, Jordan Love is something of a mystery, I think the, the thing that I keep going back to is when they decided to pay what, whatever, $50 million, whatever it was, that contract that they gave uh, Rodgers, they apparently liked what Love was doing. He had made a step forward, they believed, in terms of wh- how hard he was working and what they were doing, and they kept him. So they had an opportunity once they, they decided to invest in Rodgers that – they, were, they knew he was going to be there for a little bit more. And, you know, I guess they knew he wasn't fully committed. But they did not try to get any draft capital. They did not try to get any assets out of Jordan Love. They still believed that he was going to be able to step in. So that concerns me. 
the fact that uh, that they saw something that made them keep him instead of trade him when they knew he wasn't going to play for a couple more years. That just bothers me. I don't know enough about this kid. I haven't seen him play very much. Uh, you know, you see some snaps in the in the pre. He looks good. He looks like a pretty decent player. So I I am going to respectfully back away from this question because I cannot answer it without enough information to answer it. I got a feeling Love's going to have a pretty good year. Who's backpedaling and, now? Um, no, I'm just being honest about the question. Hold on. I'm not, if this has nothing to I do with my address. I just read you in my backpedal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, maybe I'm backpedaling, but I don't have any information on Love other than that, that they stayed with them. I would hang on to my $100, frankly, uh, rather than invest it in Justin Fields, who I've heard a lot about and I suspect. You know, I, I watched Justin Fields play a lot in college, and he seemed like a fairly accurate quarterback. That wouldn't have been one of the problems. I mean, I get it. He held the ball, and he had a hitch in his giddy-up and all that stuff, but he was accurate. He has not been accurate. By all accounts, the guy can barely run a professional seven-on-seven. So I'm not throwing 100 bucks on him. And I hate to back the Packers guy based on rumor and innuendo. I'm, I'm pocketing my 100, and I'm going to wait and see. Well, I, I, I'm not going to pocket my 100. No, you're going to put it on the quarterback who's going to win 12 games. Well, 11, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Justin Fields is going to have the better year. He has to have the better year. I, I participated in a fantasy football draft last night, and I go out of my way to not draft a Packer unless it's absolutely desperation time and I have no other choice but to do so. So my money would never go on a Packer. My, there's a famous T-shirt that goes through the uh, parking lots at Soldier Field. You know, Bears, you know, favorite, two favorite team, Bears and whoever the Packers are playing. I think that Jordan Love is positioned to have more success than Justin Fields this year. It, everything that he is uh, – facing in terms of his job description puts him in a better position to succeed than the Bears quarterback. He's got better offense, I believe. He's got more experience in terms of in the system than Justin Fields does. And he also has a better running game that's more proven. And every young quarterback needs that. So he's in a better position to succeed, I believe. But Justin Fields, I think, has more potential a higher ceiling and just more athleticism and I'm going to I'm going to assume that some of these things that we're talking about his improvement in the passing game as a as a pocket passer as an accurate passer are going to be coming because of the improvements into the receiving core and some of these short passes are going to reflect well on Justin Fields numbers because they're going to turn into long gains because of the run after the catch I don't necessarily expect him to be that much more accurate. I don't know that you can learn accuracy at the NFL level. We've talked about it all you the time. Can't. And I see I think that's going to be the biggest source of disappointment for people who want to see what maybe isn't there. So absolutely it affects where you're making this prediction from and what what I'm I'm sitting in a studio in Chicago, so I think that I'm going to say I expect Justin Fields to have a better year. I think part of me wants that to be true. What I'm expecting, though, is they would be very, very similar, but I'll give Justin Fields a slight edge, so I would bet $100 of Dustin's money that Justin Fields will have a better season.